tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Hola Madridistas, this is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on May 15th, 2022 from New York City. Real Madrid traveled to take on relegation-threatened Cadiz in La Liga today, and they found themselves in quite the battle as the hosts put on a spirited display that had them largely getting the better of the Whites over the course of nearly 100 minutes of football, but in the end, they were only able to extract the 1-1 draw from the game as man of the match Andre Lunin made a series of important stops to rescue a point for Madrid. The result leaves Real with 85 points at the top of the table for a 12-point lead over Barca with only one match remaining in the Spanish top flight this season. Real fielded a significantly rotated starting 11 for this match as Vasquez, Nacho, Militao and Vallejo were at the back, Valverde, Casemiro and Cruz were in the midfield, and Mariano, Rodrigo and Asensio were up front to form the 4-3-3, with Lunin at the back of everyone in front of the goal. Cadiz's desperation to escape from the drop zone in the league table fueled their impressively intense start to the game as they sought to take advantage of the less-than-full-strength Real squad with their high-pressing and direct football when in possession, and they really had the better of the opening few minutes that saw them keep Madrid from playing the ball out of their own half while generating some danger in the final third. A capo shot from above the right side of the box just a minute in went just wide of the far post, and Alcaraz forced a save from distance in the fifth minute. But right after that stop by Lunin, and entirely against the run of play up until that point, Real would strike first on account of a brilliant attacking sequence from Rodrigo. He took the ball from the left sideline in the attacking half and made a lengthy run past four defenders all the way into the left side of the six-yard box, and once there, he played the ball towards the central area right in front of the goal for the oncoming Mariano to one-time it into the back of the net for the 1-0 lead. But that breakthrough for Real did little to change the balance of play as Cadiz picked up right where they had left off before the costly defensive lapse and put Madrid under some significant pressure in their own third. They continued to win the early possession battle, advanced the ball into space in the wide areas, and crossed balls into the box that forced Real to make a number of defensive interventions. Alcaraz got a couple of shots off from the right side of the box in the eighth minute, but Militao blocked the first, and the second following the rebound went high of the goal. A Madrid break in the twelfth minute almost made Cadiz pay once again, as Valverde won the ball in Madrid's own box and made a run with it deep into the attacking half, where Asensio eventually forced a save with his shot from the right side of the box, but then Cadiz's own counter in the thirteenth minute had Negredo getting behind the defense and into the left side of the box, where only Nacho's interception of his cross kept the hosts from leveling the score. More such encouraging play from Cadiz would follow, as they repeatedly played good diagonal long balls out into space on the wing and then followed those balls with dangerous crosses in, and when Real attempted to play the ball forward out of the back, the high press forced multiple turnovers to allow Cadiz to resume their attacking pressure. A quick break from one such giveaway resulted in Adrisi getting into the left side of the box for a 1v1 in the 36th minute. Lunin was able to get his hand onto the ball and push it just wide of the far post. 
but there would be nothing that Madrid's Ukrainian keeper could do to deny Kadith soon thereafter, as a bad header by Militao above the box allowed Sabrino to pounce on the loose ball, take it into the top of the box past Vallejo's challenge, and fire it off of the crossbar and into the back of the net towards the left post to make it one all in the 37th minute. Lunin's own bad pass a minute later gave rise to a Negredo shot from the right side of the box that got saved, and more Kadith pressure as the half wound down created more danger, including when Lucas Perez got into the left side of the box during a counter in stoppage time, but strangely attempted a cross when he had a chance to shoot. The second half would see Madrid turn the tables on the hosts in terms of controlling possession, as Kadith did not employ their high press as frequently and as aggressively as they had in the first 45 minutes, but even so, the hosts continued to threaten when they did get the ball, and Real had to make a few interventions inside of the penalty area up until the hour mark. However, a break in the 60th minute would finally pay dividends for Kadith, as a long ball from the defensive half connected with Lucas Perez in the left side of the attacking half, and from there, he played a through ball for Negredo in the right side of the box, where Lunin went through him on his challenge to concede a penalty. The contact did seem slight, and Negredo definitely threw himself down easily, but there was indeed contact, and the referee had pointed to the spot on the field, so it was fair for VAR to let that call stand. But Negredo would not get the better of Lunin again, as his shot from the spot a minute later was saved towards the right post to keep the score level. Real's own break in the 62nd minute had Rodrigo getting forward into acres of space in the middle of the pitch and laying the ball down into the right side of the box for Asensio to force a save, and then a Vasquez ball into the right side of the box connected with Mariano for a shot that went high in the 64th minute as the Whites looked to make Kadith pay for wasting their go-ahead opportunity. Ancelotti then made three changes to his lineup, bringing Carvajal and Hazard on for Vallejo and Rodrigo in that 64th minute, and Ceballos for Valverde in the 65th minute. But in the 67th minute, Hazard's turnover sparked a Cadiz break that had Negredo forcing a save from the right side of the box. Asensio would force a save and turn at the end of a Real counter a minute later, and then another Cadiz break in the 70th minute produced a Negredo header from the right side of the 6-yard box that forced a save as the open play had the game going back and forth. Juan Milatasa would then run onto the pitch to make his debut for Real in the 81st minute as he replaced Mariano, and both sides would have attacks over the remainder of normal time and the 6 plus minutes of stoppage time to get a late winner. Real would create the better of the chances during that stretch, with Ceballos forcing a couple of saves, and Cadiz would see their appeals for a last gasp penalty fairly denied in the 97th minute when Carvajal won the ball with a high boot at the top of the box and Jimenez went down after contact was made on the follow-through, and the referee blew the whistle for the last time soon thereafter to confirm the second draw between Real and Cadiz in league play this season. And then Ronaldo! Oh! Let's break down the individual performances from Real Madrid's draw today. Starting up front, Mariano rated as a 6. He did well to run into the box and get onto the end of Rodrigo's centering pass right in front of the goal to put Madrid up in the 5th minute, and he set up Asensio for his shot from the right side of the box that forced a save in the 12th minute. He shot wide right of the goal from distance in the 32nd minute, and then high of the goal in the 64th minute as he looked to put Real back up, but his lone goal was an important one as it allowed Real to avoid defeat, and his day would end when he was replaced by La Tassa in the 81st minute. Rodrigo rated as a 6. 
the attacking run that he made in the fifth minute from the left wing all the way into the six-yard box to set up Mariano's goal was absolutely brilliant. But he didn't have much more influence in the attack after that during the first half, apart from shooting wide right of the goal from above the box in the 32nd minute. In the second half, he got forward on the break again in the 62nd minute when he ran straight up the middle of the pitch and passed to Asensio in the right side of the box to set up his shot that forced a save. And Eden Hazard would take his spot not long after that in the 64th minute. Marco Asensio rated as a 7. He was the most consistently threatening of the front three on the day, but he wasn't able to earn any reward for his efforts. He forced a save from the right side of the box at the end of a break in the 12th minute, won the ball in the attacking half to start a quick counter in the 32nd minute, and got out into space on the right wing and eventually won a free kick above the box in the 40th minute as a part of his solid first half. In the second half, he forced a save from the right side of the box at the end of a 62nd minute break, had his shot from above the box saved in the 68th minute, defended Lucas Perez to prevent his shot from inside of the box in the 83rd minute, and won the ball in the defensive half to start a break that ended with Ceballos forcing a save in the 92nd minute. His last act of note was firing from the top right of the box in the 95th minute and having that shot blocked. In the midfield, Fetty Valverde rated as a 6. He used his pace to make a few good runs into space in front of him, starting with a 12th minute counter that he started when he won the ball in the box and continued when he advanced the ball deep into the attacking half. His shot from distance in the 21st minute was well off target, but he made another good run past defenders towards the top of the penalty area before passing out to Asensio on the right wing in the 45th minute. He had a quieter second half as he had a pass out of the back intercepted in the 49th minute, but he did win the ball in the penalty area again in the 57th minute. Danny Ceballos eventually went on for him in the 65th minute. Casemiro rated as a 7. He was a strong defensive presence when Madrid was under some heavy pressure by the hosts in the first half as he intercepted multiple balls in the box and most notably blocked a Lucas Perez shot from inside of the box in the 15th minute. He did, however, turn the ball over near the midfield to start the Cadiz break that led to Idrisi forcing a save from the left side of the box in the 36th minute. In the second half, he took aim at the goal from above the box and saw his effort saved in the 51st minute, and he made more good interventions throughout the second 45 minutes as he intercepted several balls inside of the penalty area. Tony Cruz rated as a 7. He started the 5th minute counter that led to Real's goal when he made the forward run on the left wing into the attacking half and then passed over to Rodrigo along the left sideline and several of his passes during the first half put players into good positions to make plays in the attacking third. He also did well to track back and intercept the long ball in the 42nd minute. In the second half, with the exception of an errant pass in the 48th minute when he mistook the Gadith coach's white shirt for that of a teammate's, he was again excellent with his passing that made connections both out on the wings and inside of the box, and he won the ball a couple of times with tackles out in space as well as part of his solid overall performance. In the back, Lucas Vasquez rated as a 5. He wasn't of much impact in the attacking half during the first 45 minutes as he got tackled on a few runs out on the left wing, and his giveaway along the left sideline in the defensive half sparked a quick Kadith counter in the 40th minute. He was relatively anonymous in the second half, with the exception of a good ball from above the box that connected with Mariano in the right side of the penalty area to set up his 64th minute shot. Nacho rated as a 7. 
He made several key interventions inside of the box during the game, including his interception of a cross to deny a tap-in after a Kadith break in the 13th minute. He also cleared a ball from the box to prevent a Negredo shot in the 24th minute and cleared more balls from the box in the 46th and 48th minutes, the latter occasion occurring after the ball was flicked by a header right into the center of the six-yard box. He was Real's best and most consistent defender during the game. Militao rated as a 4. It was not one of his better performances as the good moments were outweighed by some really bad ones. He blocked an 8th minute shot, but Negredo fought him off to win a long ball over the top and take it into the left side of the box during a dangerous Kadith break in the 13th minute. He had his worst moment of the game with an inexplicable header above the box that served as a pass to set up Sabrino's run into the box and score in the 37th minute. And in stoppage time, he fell down out in space to allow a ball to connect with Lucas Perez on the left wing during a counter that had him getting into the penalty area. He intercepted a couple of crosses after that, but Perez again beat him to a long ball during the 60th minute break that ended with Negredo winning a penalty. He did block shots in the 76th and 90th minutes and clear a ball in from a free kick in the 97th minute, but in total, he was the worst of Real's starting defenders on the day. Jesus Vallejo rated as a 6. The game did not start well for him as his pass from the back got blocked to dangerously turn the ball over in the very first minute, but he intercepted a number of crosses not too long after that and made a tackle inside of the box in the 24th minute. He whiffed on his attempted tackle of Sabrino before he leveled the score in the 37th minute, but he did intercept the pass above the box and play a nice ball over to Asensio on the right wing to start a 40th minute break, and he made a couple of more interventions in the final third after halftime before he got subbed off for Carvajal in the 64th minute. As for the substitutes, Danny Carvajal rated as a 6. As I just mentioned, he went on for Vallejo in the 64th minute, and he was mostly active in the attacking half, getting onto the end of a couple of balls in the right side of the box and firing high of the goal from distance in the 95th minute. He did, however, make an important defensive intervention when he won the ball with his high boot at the top of the box right before the death, and the attempt by Jimenez to win a penalty for contact on the follow-through was not at all convincing. Eden Hazard rated as a 6. It was his return to action from yet another injury as he went on for Rodrigo in the 64th minute and he didn't start his shift well as he got tackled above the box to spark a Kadith break in the 67th minute. He also earned the yellow card for his high boot challenge on a capo outside of the penalty area in the 74th minute but his forward runs in the 84th and 86th minutes both won free kicks in the attacking half and he played a good through ball to Latasa on the left wing during a 91st minute Madrid break. He also did well to keep control of the ball above the left side of the box before setting up Ceballos for a shot from the right side of the box in the 92nd minute. Danny Ceballos rated as a 7. He took Valverde's place in the 65th minute, and he most notably forced two saves during his shift, first with a well-taken direct free kick from above the box in the 87th minute, and then with his effort from the right side of the penalty area in the 92nd minute. Juan Milatasa as the final substitute rated as a 6. He made his senior team debut as he replaced Mariano in the 81st minute and he had a good chance to make it a memorable one on two occasions. He received a hazard pass out in space on the left wing during a 91st minute break but his attempt to play the ball over to Asensio as he streaked towards the right side of the box was intercepted 
and then he got his head onto a ball in from a corner just above the left side of the six-yard box a minute later, but he put that ball high of the goal. Finally, in front of the goal, Andre Lunin rated as an 8. He was named the official man of the match for making a number of critical saves that allowed Real to get something from a game that largely saw them outplayed. He denied Alcaraz's shot from distance in the fifth minute, and he did well to get a hand on Idrisi's 36-minute shot from the left side of the box to keep it out after a 1v1 opportunity. He could not be blamed at all for Sabrino's equalizer a minute later, but his own turnover gave rise to another great Cadiz chance soon after that. However, he stopped that shot by Negredo from the right side of the 6-yard box, and then he would save a Fernandez effort from the right side of the penalty area in the 42nd minute. In the second half, his challenge on Negredo in the right side of the box in the 60th minute conceded a penalty, but he saved Negredo's effort from the spot a minute later to keep the score level, and he also stopped additional efforts by Negredo in the 67th and 70th minutes. His final act in his strong showing on the day was to punch away across in front of the goal in the 97th minute. It was no surprise to see Real play a difficult game, as both the anticipated changes to the Whites' lineup and the desperate performance of Kadith made for a tough combination, and the hosts certainly had to feel that they deserved more from the game than just a single point, given how they largely got the better of Madrid. But apart from the very subpar Militao performance that is going to raise some questions about him going into the Champions League final, the game didn't really offer any significant takeaways from a Real perspective, as it effectively just served as a training game to prepare them for their battle against Liverpool in Paris in just under two weeks' time. Three in the box waiting for the cross, and it was Bale! Oh, what about that? What about that from Gareth Bale? Up next for Real Madrid. It's the final league game of the season, as the Whites will host Real Betis at the Bernabeu next week Sunday. Real defeated Betis away from home by the score of 1-0 back in late August, and Betis will surely come out all guns blazing in this upcoming game, as they have to get all three points if they are to have any chance of making the top four. Currently, Betis sit fifth in the league table, with 64 points from their 37 games, having won 19, drawn 7, and lost 11, but they'll not only need a win against Madrid, but also a Sevilla defeat in their final game if they are to move up into the coveted fourth spot. With the match being Real's final game before the Champions League grand finale against Liverpool in Paris, the Betis clash will be a good, challenging contest to get the Whites ready for their single most important match of the season. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after Madrid and Betis meet next week Sunday, so be sure to keep an eye out for a new episode once the final whistle sounds. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid. No, 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 no,